Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin. And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior. We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. Follow us across the social medias at Wolfpack Ninjas. Hey, everyone. It's Ian Dory, and welcome back to the Wolfpack Ninja podcast. Today, we have a really fun, interesting guest. I'm really excited about speaking with him, Ethan Swanson. Ethan, welcome to the show. Dude, Ian, thanks for having me, man. Glad to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm glad to... I miss you, man. I miss hanging out. I wish you, I wish you lived closer. I feel like... We I would, know. Uh, we would uh, I see you in Colorado climbing all kinds of stuff, and uh, it's that you, the whole group, the Wolfpack, you, Jake Murray, everybody's out there. Uh, I, uh, I'd love to come out and hang with you guys for sure. No, yeah, you'll have to come out and... Do some climbing and do some daredevil stuff. You know, I'm. Yes. I mean, I've been kind of missing. <laughs> and for our listeners out there, he's a, he's a daredevil. I last time I hung out with you, you kind of you pushed me into a new new realm of, of uh, belief in myself and in, in other people too. We were we were hanging off off bridges and stuff. <laughs> at Rockford Ninja Warrior, man, I yeah. I remember it. It was awesome. And like at one point, I saw it in your eyes. You like broke through, and you like uh, you just hung off the bridge off the side, uh, just by your feet. And it was just this huge, awesome moment. I love I love seeing people do that. Like realize, like ah, I am a BA. <laughs> you know, uh, dude, you're so strong, man. You could do way crazier stuff than I could for sure. Well, I appreciate the flattery there, and uh, you're you're pretty awesome as well. So thanks for oh, pushing me to it. do that. Stop you're it. rad. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we could go on. I remember the uh, the uh, big giant truss box that was set up, and we had that trapeze bar, and we were jumping across the the water. That was that was pretty awesome. That I'll, was I'll one of the coolest that. setups. Yeah, one of the coolest setups outside of you know, American Ninja Warrior that they had was that huge trust box with water underneath it. And we were looking at that trapeze. I remember looking at it like, ah, can we, can we launch it? And it's like, well, let's just go for it. And it was like, it was probably like a 15 plus foot launch just all the way over. Oh man, that was so cool just to feel like you're flying, you know? Yeah, it was. It was truly flying. It was pretty terrifying. So that was <laughs> another great moment with Ethan. Listeners, if you get a chance, you got to hang out with this guy. This guy is awesome, Ethan Swanson. Yes, come Make- to Chicago. Uh, I actually uh, I run a gym, Ultimate Ninjas in Chicago, and we have adult stuff here. People come from all over just to come play, and uh, I am always playing out here. Everyone is welcome. Yeah, no, Ultimate Ninjas. Tell tell me a little bit more about Ultimate Ninjas. I know you work there. How, how, what's your involvement? Uh, is is mostly for kids, or is there a lot of adult stuff? Tell us tell us more. Yeah, I mean, Ultimate Ninjas in Chicago. We now have three locations in Chicago. Um, but yeah, it's it is uh, it was generally mostly for kids when we started. But you know, I've been adding stuff, and I train here. This is my number one training facility. So all the training for American Ninja Warrior, training for Wolfpack Ninja Tours. All the stuff's pretty much here. 
Um, so we have adult programs, and uh, I've been here since day one. We're coming up on just about a year and eight months now, and it is a freaking blast. First, I mean, if you guys don't know, I used to be an actuary, a huge math nerd. Um, that was my day job, <clears throat> and now I get to I get to plan stuff. <laughs> I get to plan stuff and and pursue my passion, watch kids get crazy strong, which is a little scary to be honest. Thinking in you know five six years, they're all going to be whooping my butt on a oh. daily basis. But oh, I know, I know, uh, it's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> totally. No, that's awesome. I'm I'm glad there's uh, you know you you found this path to and same with me. We're both on a, a very similar journey. We get to pursue this passion of ninja and movement, and there's this combination of you know all these Crazy. different things. It's it's pretty awesome. So how did we get here, man? How did this? How did this happen? I feel so lucky. I'm sure you do too. But like, how? You know what? What did we do to deserve this? <laughs> I know. No, life's good. Life's good. You know, and we, we uh, we've arrived here. So it's because we've worked hard and we've we've followed our dreams, and that that leads me to my next question. Tell me a little bit more about. Ethan Swanson, and we get to see you on TV, oh. and we talk about the Daredevil stuff, and I want to get into the Daredevil stuff more, and, and mentally how you approach that, but tell, mm-hmm. tell me about you. Who's the who's the Ethan Swanson we don't know? Oh, man. I don't know. Are you sure you want to get into that? Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I don't know. I feel like I'm just a, a regular person, and uh, you know, growing up, I, I played soccer, did gymnastics, rock climbed a little bit, nothing on the levels of you or any of the other Wolfpack uh Ninja Tour members, um, but but yeah, I, I just kind of did a bunch of different things, and as I was growing up, I, I really, I feel like had um, an obsession with mental boundaries and pushing, you know, what was what was real and what was physically possible, and then like what our minds tell us is possible, because there's a huge difference. In most people, I'd argue almost every single person on earth has a physical limit, and their mental limit is so much further away from that that it becomes almost a physical limit because they're convinced that that's where their limit is. Um, and you know, I, I'm I'm the same way. So I got really obsessed with training that and trying to push, you know, where that mental limit actually reaches up to that physical limit. Um, so I I'd started, you know, when I was really young, climbing on stuff I wasn't supposed to. I actually uh, a, su- a super weird story is. Uh, you know, my dad was uh, was just kind of reading the newspaper, and I'm like seven, eight years old, and he like we had this big glass window into our backyard, and he sees a blur shoot by the window, and he goes, "Okay, what was that?" He goes outside, and I'm like laying around in the grass. He's like, "What are you doing out here?" I say, like, "I'm just jumping off the roof," and he goes, "What are you like? You can't do that." And I'm <laughs> seven years old, right? Yeah, you can't do that. It's a, a normal reaction. I'm seven years old. I'm like, uh, but I like it. You know, I don't understand what's weird or not or right or wrong and so thank thank goodness i'm the youngest of three boys so i think he'd been conditioned to be like all right these kids are little weirdos they're gonna do stuff if i tell them they can't anyway so he made a deal with me and said all right you can jump off the roof as much as you'd like but you have to come get me or your mother first and let us know so we can watch and so that was the thing for a while it's like i would hey dad uh, i'm gonna go jump off the roof okay he's like okay so he'd go outside be like drinking his morning coffee watch me jump off the roof a couple times and then I go back inside. <laughs> it's just, oh my gosh. It's, it was, I just liked it. I loved from even a young age, just the heights and, you know, the adrenaline and kind of, you know, the, the motion of flying and jumping. And, and as I've gotten older, it's kind of, 
you know, progressed uh, for better or for worse into bigger and bigger stunts and, uh, and moves and, you know, risky behavior. But right. that's, I guess, uh, the lead into to where I am at now. Right. And it, how do you think that, do you think that was why you, and you mentioned earlier being a math nerd, but do you feel like that was played an influence in you wanting to be an actuary and go, you know, study all the mathematics and all that? Yeah, I I, uh, I think actually one thing that most people don't know about me is I'm a very calculated person. And even in the stunts and everything I do, obviously I understand that there's risk and, and potential serious injury or death in some of the things that I do. But um, some of the stunts that are like, you know, a three-minute clip that people see online or a 10-minute video or things, those are like four to six months in the making of planning and physics and recreations and fails in gyms trying to recreate the stunt and going out there and conditions aren't right and scrapping it. And, you know, there have been times where I'm four months into the planning of a stunt and I hit a block where it's not like I don't feel comfortable, I don't feel safe. And then so I throw out that entire stunt and the four months of work and say, this is something that I, I can't do right now. So, um, but people don't see that. They see the, the three minute, the crazy stunt and they think, you know, I'm an idiot and maybe I am a little bit, but, um, but I think my whole life, you know, that mathematics side has always been really tied into the, the daredevil side, the, the risky side, because, you know, if you're, if you're doing the, if you're doing stunts or, you know, jumps or anything and you're not calculated, I think that that is really quickly going to lead to very, very serious injuries. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. What is, what's a, what's a stunt that you were planning, if you don't mind sharing, that you've, you know, put a lot of work into and then, then had to scrap? (laughs) Yeah. Um, well, it's in Chicago. Crazy. Uh, um, it was, uh, I believe it was five or six stories up, but it was, there was this alleyway and I believe the alley, I can't remember the exact measurements anymore cause this was years ago, but it was a jump that was across the alley and down a story and a half onto a ray, like a metal rail balcony. Um, but the problem was if I wasn't exactly set right, the rail was really short so if I if I undershot it, obviously I have a story and a half drop in that force. I didn't know if I could a grab and hold, and if obviously if I don't hold, I'm dropping you know five stories, or if the rail would hold my weight and the force of me grabbing onto it. And obviously in that case, I dropped five stories. Um, if I hit it perfectly, I'd hit inside the balcony. But if I overshot, there was the chance that I would hit the wall first and try to, you know, push off and stop myself from smacking into the wall. But because of that, overshooting the angle and going over the balcony onto the ground. So I'd I'd actually taken a ton of measurements and done a ton of drop simulations from that height and distance and angle um, in a gymnastics gym that I used to go to. And I couldn't control, I could not control the landing um, with, with consistency that I felt comfortable with. You know, it was one out of every... 10 or 15, I would be off. And you think like, oh, that's, you know, you know, 90 to 94% of the time you'd be good. But the reality is if it ends up being that 10% or 6% time, then I'm potentially dead or I can't walk again or something like that. So that's, that's just a risk that I wasn't willing to take because the numbers didn't add up on my end. So 
Well, well, kids, uh, families, you heard it. You know, we're not we're not saying go and do crazy stunts. Make sure you're always safe, and you got proper padding and proper spotting and all that. Ethan is a very special, uh, talented individual, and Ethan, this just sounds. This just sounds crazy, dude. It sounds well. One thing, <laughs> you know, what? it is crazy, and like I feel like I'm I'm conditioned to like this is my normal life, but um, yeah. One thing I, I tell everyone, anytime anybody says, "Oh, I saw your video," I like it, whatever, anything like that, I I love it. I appreciate that people are watching and enjoy it. It's awesome. Um, but I always say and always will say that you know I've trained for at this point over 20 years of training to continue to do that. So it wasn't like, you know, one day I was like, yeah, I'll jump off that. It was a lot of training. I mean, before I even started doing any of this stuff, it was, you know, 10 plus years before I got into the actual stunts that could seriously injure me. So, um, tons of training and tons of setup, tons of, you know, practice as much as I could. Um, a lot of stuff has to go right in order for me to do any of these stunts. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it sounds a lot like, a lot like Ninja Warrior and a lot like rock climbing where you're, there's a ton of prep to go do this one thing that you really want to do. And climbing, it's for me, I project things. So I'll have a special climb or this, this project that I want to go do, and I'll prepare a whole bunch inside. You know, Sometimes, you know, recreating the exact style of movement to, to do it. So it sounds like it's, it's very, very similar. So is that how you got into ninja or how did, how did you end up finding ninja warrior yeah i mean first i think you're exactly right i think there are a ton of parallels between rock climbing ninja and the stuff i do too but um but yeah i i uh, actually started it's funny i mean grew up doing you know some gymnastics some rock climbing i was never excellent at any of those things but i loved them and uh i was okay at them but um it wasn't until i was working in chicago and uh, I had always watched Sasuke, um, you know, Ninja Warrior in Japan uh, growing up. But I was I was never old enough when like American Ninja Warrior season one or boot camp had started. So I was like, ah, maybe one day. And then I just kind of, you know, went on with life and did my uh, my own thing. And it wasn't until my boss actually told me, you should do American Ninja Warrior. And I'm like, I don't know. I'd probably get get crushed out there or whatever. But he kept saying it. And so then I, I started watching again and. I uh, I tried to train as much as I could, but back in those days there were no ninja gyms, so you just I mean you know you just kind of train on whatever you can. <laughs> yeah totally. Um, but yeah, then I I actually uh, submitted for the show and didn't get picked in season five, and so I went to the Denver Walk On line, and uh, I, that's where I met Jake Murray. We were right next to each other in line. Neither of us got a chance to run, but me and him have been really good friends ever since. But ever since that moment of like being out there, being with the people in the Walk On line. They're super passionate about it. I got to watch a bunch of people run the course, um, and uh, I just fell in love. So I, I went back, started training hard, started taking it more seriously, got accepted in the next year. Season six was my first year, and then the rest is history, you know? Season six. Oh, wait. That was when I started Ninja. That was my first season. Yeah. Started mm-hmm. at the same time. It's awesome. Nice. What region did you start in? Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because Denver, they had Denver that year. I was in St. Louis. You're in St. Louis. Okay. Okay. That rolling log, man. Oh, I didn't yeah. do great my first season. I'll say that. Well, ninja's tough. It's it's a really tough sport. It's all this preparation and build, and then 
it's like the ultimate challenge to not fall because you get one shot. So it's it's tough. But dude, that's the mental side. That's the side that's so amazing in my mind is that because it's one fall, you're out. And because it's only once a year, there's so like I, I get more nervous for American Ninja Warrior sometimes than I do for any of the stunts I've ever done. Um, <laughs> nice. I'm, I'm, I'm serious, man. Cause like, uh, it feels like it, obviously not as much on the line, but it feels like that you only have this one shot and you, you know, um, you know, a lot of viewers I'm sure know, but some may not that the first, when you see us on the course, that's the first time we're touching any of those obstacles. So, um, you don't get to try them out and like, Oh, okay. This, this feels comfortable to do it this way. No, you got to make a guess sometimes and hope that that's the way that it's going to go. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. The competition side of it, I feel like is the reason there isn't more winners because there's no, there's not a great way to simulate that pressure, that, that moment in time where you have to perform. It's just, it's like once a year you're there, like you're saying, and you got to perform. And if we could, if you could simulate that to become your normal, I think we'd have a lot more winners, honestly. And you know what? I, I agree with you completely, but I mean, with Wolfpack Ninja Tour is such a huge, great event. I got nervous for Wolfpack Ninja Tour both both 1.0 and 2.0. Um, that's so that's true. a great simulation. It's you're you're feeling those nerves and you have to execute. Uh, and nowadays there are more big competitions like that. Um, one thing that I I put in my training all the time is fear training because you can only compete so many times, right? There's only so many competitions that you actually yep. care about enough that'll actually get you nervous. But you always care about your well-being. So I'll do obstacles that are high up or I'll do obstacles that I could get injured on or you know things like that um, in my own private training sessions to recreate those nerves. Um, to recreate those nerves because – that's the only way you can do it. And, and there's so many people that train obstacles and are amazing at obstacles, but for whatever reason, can't handle the nerves as well or haven't trained it as much and don't do well on American Ninja Warrior or in Wolfpack Ninja Tours. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it, creating that competition feel really helps. I've done it in rock climbing. You know, it just It's good to go get a couple of comps under your belt, understand the pressure, no, that's it's a uh, it's a great point, Ethan. For you know, we have a lot of younger listeners and families on our show, uh, or at least tuning in. Any anything you want to let them know about? Yeah, um, I love telling people this because it's so true for me. Is I fail so much in training and competitions. I mean, season nine, I fell in city finals on the third obstacle, and. Uh, you know, it's okay. Failure is a part of success. Failure is a part of life. And especially in Ninja, be prepared to fail um, and know that it's part of the process and have fun failing and making yourself better because, I mean, I, it's just, it's of the path to getting better. And, uh, you know, it, if you don't ever fail, then it's my in my opinion that you're not going to succeed. So, um I fail all the time, and uh, sometimes it's hilarious, sometimes it's fun, sometimes I get frustrated, but that's okay because I just I always pick myself back up and try to focus on where I want to be, and uh, and I I love seeing kids and families and adults and everyone else take on that same uh, that same approach. Yeah, no it, dedication. 
getting back up, not being afraid to maybe look a little silly the first time you try something, and you know that's all right. It's the it's first okay. time. Yeah. I look silly like the thousandth time I try something too, man. <laughs> Either, yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. You know, the more you do something, the better you get. So don't be afraid to try. That's 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 truth right there. That's that's yeah. great words of advice. Ethan. I live by it, man. I fail so often. Uh, and it, it's fun, you know. It's fun. It is like you just like you said. If you're not afraid, don't be afraid to try something because you're afraid to fail. You know. Um, it's uh I, I feel like that's the best way to go about anything. Ninja obstacles, life, friendships. Um that's you can't you can't be afraid to fail. Yeah, and unfortunately most of the time you fall down and you don't you don't always succeed. You have to you have to be okay with, with falling down. It's not it's just part of the process. So that's that's great. Yeah. Well, Ethan, it's been fantastic having you on the show. How do how do we follow you on social media? What's the best way to stay in, t- in tune with what you're doing? Yeah, I'm on uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, pretty much all the big social media platforms at just at Ethan Swanson. Uh, look me up, and uh, I, I love engaging with anybody who uh, who follows my stuff, comments, and everything. So, uh, if you want to see some silly videos, some uh, failure compilations, I'm the one to watch. You know. Um, do you want to see people crushing it and succeeding? Then maybe go watch Ian Dory on social media. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, it's all in good fun, man. And hey, thanks. So, dude, thanks for having me on. Uh, Wolfpack Ninja Podcast is so awesome. I've listened for so long. It's so cool to be a part of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And we're, we're going to jump here. We're going we're gonna to do our health tip. But thank you so much for being part of the, the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. And I can't wait to see you. It's going to be great to see you. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm gonna see you in, this weekend in Minneapolis. You're competing, but for everyone else, at, when they listen to this, you'll have already competed. But um, I literally cannot wait to watch you crush it again, man. You know. You always- <laughs> thank, thank you. I know I appreciate it. It's time for a Wolfpack health tip, health tip of the week. And after talking with Ethan, I just want to, I just want to inspire people to to get up. And go try something new this week. Get out there. Don't be afraid to, to fall down. You know, look silly. The first, second, third, fourth, fifth, whatever. However many times it takes you. Just try something new. Go to your yoga class. Go rock climbing. You know, try play a game of chess. Do, do something that you don't normally do. You know, just it helps expand your mind. It helps keep you sharp. And it's also fun. You never know what, you, uh, what you're going to find enjoyable. And... It's good for your body to, to be in different positions and, and uh, new environments, and it helps your brain grow. So get out there, try something new, try something fun, and uh, if you want, tell me about it. Get on our social media and uh, tell me about the, the fun thing that you, you tried. I'll, uh, uh, I'll tell you about what I tried. It's, it's, uh, it'll be awesome. Anyways, do it. so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www.wolfpackninjas.com and join us on social media. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips.
follow us across the social medias at Wolfpack Ninjas.